Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Promo Kitchen Podcast. The PK Podcast is a weekly conversation featuring guest suppliers, distributors, and service providers discussing the opportunities, challenges, and insights into the promotional products business. So this morning, this is a completely casual conversation because I'm just hanging with one of my favorite people, Dana Zezo. What's up, what's up? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as always, uh, Dana's never at uh, a lack for having something to talk about, that's for sure. That's for sure. But we are at actually the ASI Power Summit. It's a, it's a cool venue. It's a great summit. Um, Amazing. I, I enjoy this event a lot. Yeah, this, this is a... Uh, the education they put together is just phenomenal, um, and just a network with the at this caliber. The conversation elevates, right. you know, not, and not that that that's you know better than other conversation. I mean, you need to have field conversation, you need to have customer service conversations, but you need, but this conversation here is is an elevated you know industry talking about China, yeah. you know, and it's talking kind of twenty thousand foot view, right? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's good to take it all in. Yeah, I, I it's it, I love the uh, this events like these because uh, you, no matter where you're at, you could be at breakfast, you could be at lunch, you could be hanging out at the golf course. The the caliber of people that you're hanging with, typically they're running larger organizations, right? And it's usually their top brass, and so the conversations you have, it's a lot of insight that you wouldn't get at maybe the bigger events just because there's just so many people. Yeah, and they kind of and, and they're open. I mean, it, yeah. what's it's really oh, yeah, that's they're they're a little more open, right? You think they'd stand off a little bit maybe about some info or something like that, yeah. but they really. I mean, if they genuinely, I think, immediately trust you, and this, you know, this is an industry where you're sized up pretty quickly, yeah. um, for good or bad. But right. if, I think if they trust you in general, they open it up a little bit, and uh, you know, if you pose a question, if you have the, you know, if you have the gall to pose the question, Absolutely. you're gonna get an answer. I, I'm, yeah, and I'm surprised. <laughs> at, I'm surprised at the openness, uh, even, even amongst distributors who are notoriously closed about topics. I'm really surprised I can sit across the table and I won't mention names like I did yesterday and throw out a question about value proposition for distributors. And these distributors that I'm talking to are $50, $100, $150 million distributors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're not that. <laughs> and so uh, to get their insight. So you, the you, you benefited from that, by the way. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got yeah. the upside yeah, of that Yeah, one. <laughs> I did. Yeah, they're, they're, and, and, of course, they enjoyed it too because they love kicking around right. things. and cool thing the reason why i love doing stuff like this is because i love talking to smart people anyway so it just kind of how did i get on here then? <laughs> <laughs> you said it before like a half of a half a dozen people could tweet or mention something about this right. so so dana we, a lot of people know you um i've had the privilege of having a lot of conversations with you sort of uh, off the record conversations right. about the industry life in general so this 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 podcast, uh, I stumble through a lot of this, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. This is just a conversation to remind people. This isn't a formal podcast. This isn't really. There's not a lot of formality to it. There's it's an NP, It's not NPR. Right. Uh, it's hopefully it's NPR in terms of its rich content. This is just a conversation. So this is you and I having a conversation. I have a few questions. Okay, I'm ready. Um, what if, if you had to boil down? Uh, number one, before I ask these questions, is it is it difficult to share your advice with other suppliers? Um. No, I mean, but it's a person, you know, it's a personality thing for me. I mean, my, I strive to help other people and I don't care what they're in, whether supplier, distributor, you know, whatever they are, I tend to want to help. I mean, I live, you know, by the infamous Zig Ziglar quote that the more people you can help, the more money you can help other people make them, you know, the more you'll make. And what it's about, what that means to me is not about money. It's about 
morals and and beliefs and if believing in and putting your priorities that's a priority quote that quote from Zig Ziglar now I actually didn't get a job one time when I was young because um, the interviewer read that it was a quote on the final part of my re- resume and those you know me know how I feel about resumes but it was the final quote maybe this added to that and um, he said I read your quote, and he goes, that's very interesting, you know, your position. I said, yeah, I'm very passionate about that quote. It really sums up a big part of me. He said, so basically life is just about money to you. I said, did you read the last half of the quote first or the first half of the quote? (laughs) You know, right then I knew I wasn't going to work there. But it's all about priorities, and I do believe if I can keep my priorities um, on other people first that – that'll be a very very good situation yeah, yeah. I, and it'll work out for me i trust the world and whatever we all you know i don't know what everyone believes in but i trust that if i do the right thing it'll work out for me in the day that i lay down it'll be all good right right <laughs> yeah it, um it's this it's this weird um karma almost if you will last night I'm, I'm talking to a distributor before we go into dinner and uh he and i made a little early so we could talk and this is a distributor i, I, I well he's, he's a pk guy um and i was this is robert branfield i really mm-hmm. respect their yeah. brand yeah um, good guy so we had a great conversation rich conversation um about business and the, the interesting thing to me is that the more you share about business um both your successes and your failures the more you seem to get Right. There's this, and it's the law of recipro- right. reciprocity. Good karma. Well, um, here, I'll give you another interesting statistic. Yeah. You know, I public speak in the industry for, for years right. and, uh, right. you know, very passionate about it. Love it. I mean, if that's what I could ever do, I guess I, I miss my calling, right? But right. Uh, if you've sat through my class, you might not exactly agree with that. <laughs> that was my perspective. But, um, you know, uh, the irony is, is that if you get all hung up in, in everything you do, what you write, what you, uh, share what you tell what you give the irony of it is the audience only will will do anything with less than 10 percent of it yeah <laughs> so no, i could, know so I you know. could actually That's, give away yeah. all your secrets in your audience whoever that may be one right. or a hundred people right statistically will do some something with less than 10 percent of it right. so you say to me you know are you worried about giving other suppliers advice well they're not going to do anything with it anyway <laughs> It is, it is very true. It is very true. Mark Ramatai and I talked about this in another podcast. And there's, there's also this 10% factor. There's 10% of the audience that, like you just said, that will. And they're also the same ones that will actually connect with you and, and, and you'll learn from too. Absolutely. And so there's people in the room. I end up, when I'm, when I'm doing classes, I end up, and it's kind of a bad thing, trying to talk to the smartest people in the room because I'm, I'm actually trying to extract these folks. Because they'll give me something too. Right. I, I'm um, a. It's funny. It, my approach is is um, my exactly. If I if I had to write a book about marketing, it would be um, called Marketing on Three Levels, and it, it ties into the theory of A level accounts, B level accounts, mm-hmm. and C level accounts. So too many people when they approach anything, whether it be a sales approach, a marketing approach, a speaking approach, um, just an engagement in the public approach, they they don't have the capacity and that doesn't mean they're not smart but they they immediately focus on one that 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 top or one of those categories i just have this uh, i always consciously think about this uh, in my approach again to sales marketing and speaking um to deliver and look for content forward and backward Mm -hmm. on what i call the three levels of marketing 
And it's it's the way that we've grown pro towels, and it's a culture. I teach my people that when they go into something, that they have to go into it at three levels, and I make them actually be conscious of writing a three-level plan. Now the plan is the starts is the same. So here's the goal, okay. right? It's very simple, and I, I can't pull one off the top of my head. But here's what we want to accomplish. But they have to take that and break it into three levels because the content and the interaction and your and what you're going to do has to cater and 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 be impactful at three levels to have the maximum traction or conversion. Okay. If you go into that thing, it only let's say an A distributor. And you never put yeah, a yeah, plan of a right. piece of that into B and C, so your uh, traction uh, rate goes way down. Okay, so you're taking this big topic and you unpack it, but it, it to, might to be its even though it, components? Yeah, even, no, no, even though it's a big, it's not a big topic. It's just a goal. Okay, like for us, for example, a great example would be um, here. I go helping my doggone so other supplier friends national accounts so okay. so many people will go in you know there's 27 28 national accounts around the country that have hundreds and hundreds of salespeople, and they'll hire a national sales you know, account person and they won't give them any support they won't do all this stuff and they don't work well with marketing so here the national account person uh-huh. is solely responsible for the final numbers of national accounts that you'll never get any traction as a culture we have all levels of our company I am trying to talk to and work with higher levels than even higher than vendor relations. But still, so now the then the national account person has got to own the vendor relations and then mid-level management. And then the plan is in place for the reps to be totally locked on to the field reps. And then customer service teams, here we're going four levels, right. four, customer service is totally integrated into this whole plan and totally has to own the merchandising teams the, the, in the customer service side on the inside of a national account. That is a forward push as in going into war, and I, not in a war in a negative way, just in a war and attack um, analogy. That if you one of those fronts is falling back, you're you're not you're not on full attack. Right, right. So when I that's what I mean by this marketing and different levels, and market and, and our marketing team has to be in there, working at all those levels and providing content that's very different. The content I'm going to need to get to senior level management and national account mm-hmm. is very right. different than the content that the national account guy, which is very different than the account that the sales rep needs, which is very different content that the customer service needs. Right. If all that is thought through, you will conquer. I mean, you, I don't mean to use these negative words, but you will achieve, you will have success. Right, right, right. I don't think most suppliers remotely got there. They hand the report to some national account sales per, national account manager and they say, you better grow this or you're, or you're accountable. And it's, yeah. then there's no front there. There's right. no full front attack. So you have, um, you, you, I don't know how many events you're at a year, but you're at a lot of a events. Lot, yeah. And you, you see a lot of industry professionals. What would be um, just a couple of key points for reps that are just getting into the business and they're trying to learn how to grow uh, they're a new supplier or they're just new new sales rep in the industry. You have a couple of these these are you gotta do's this this. Yep. You got to um you gotta integrate your 
yourself into the lifestyle and the culture of our industry. I think it's very disrespectful to think that you can come play in my world that I've given up my whole heart and soul for and get your piece out of it without doing your time. Uh-huh. I have a personal issue with that. So don't, <laughs> That's uh, good. and I won't help, I won't help you succeed. Right. Uh, you need to come in, you need to, you know, everything from reading the periodicals, which is a very simple thing. I remember as a young guy in the industry, um, I learned how to screen print um, from reading Printware yeah. or reading uh, mm-hmm. the magazines. I mean, all, their names have all changed since, since then. But right. I, I mean, that's what I did. I didn't you know, sit at home and you know watch whatever TV show or you know do nothing. I, yeah. I c- continually tried to feed myself with the, in, the understanding the industry, the language, the terminology, the techniques. I didn't have to stand there to do it, like because I didn't really have access to. You know, be at all these factories. You and invested stuff. yourself in the business, Huge. despite what your boss wanted you to do. Oh, absolutely, I mean, you took totally. control of your own destiny in that. And part. was told not to. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, because the, because there's some really terrible leaders sure. in this industry. I could see was, that. That's a waste of time. Yeah. But, you know, here I look. Right. Here's what you, know, you do. Here we are you, today. Let's right. resize up that. That's right. You know, I, I took ownership of what I believed in. Right. And. Um, I just would always want to learn whether I was reading or, or meeting people. Right. You know, I didn't not go to the industry social. If I yeah. was at a trade show, I did not go to the social. Right. I went. I mean, I totally made it part of my lifestyle. So funny about the articles. Um, I saw Stan Fellerman here with ASI, and he's been with ASI for a very long time. And I cut my teeth on company stores reading Stan Fellerman's <laughs> monthly article in the council. I literally used to cut out. Wait the, for it. Wait yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I literally used to cut out the article and put in a little uh, cheesy little notebook that I had because <laughs> there was nobody else talking about that particular niche in our industry. And that was something that was passionate to you. Yeah, later on he found me and said, you need to come teach at ASI. And I thought, so I, we had a good laugh because I said, I wouldn't be doing this class were it not for you awesome. writing those articles yeah. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, so if you're, if you're going to get even distributor supplier, and a lot of distributors think, you know, that's social is a waste of time. Um, you know, you even made reference to talking with other distributors here at the, at the ASI Power oh, Summit. Yeah. And that's what you, huge. you know, a couple, huge, right? I mean, don't, I mean, you have to, you know, you you got to know your competition, and it's not necessarily to beat them, but you have to understand how where you need to be. I mean, if you go out and you meet your competition, it's not because you want to like get the inside scoop or gossip on them to put them out of business. You gotta, you always have to know where the benchmark is for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're behind, whether it be in technology or your website or your or your sales force or you know whatever all the the magic recipe is for success, you know if you get out and meet your competition again, it's not to put them out because you, you're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, you're, right, right, right. right. Um, but if you could. You gotta always have a benchmark, and I don't know, but I hold myself extremely accountable. You know, um, there are things right now in the back of my mind that I'm mad about because I'm not savvy. You know, my inside marketing person who I've hired to work with me on social media is just put up a Google Plus page was announced that you right. can do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm mad that I don't know what she did. <laughs> That's freaking me out, right? I feel like I should know that, um, so I will integrate myself into that. But but how? What a great feeling too to to coach somebody through. Um, Jess Onions doing a give her a little shout out. She's doing a great job. Um, yeah. But to coach her and get understanding how to use social media in this business, and now she's kind of got her own wings and and take you know reach out and see some early opportunity, and I, it just makes me very proud. Yeah. Um, but you know, and I, you know, I I, I I do want to leave a legacy, and not in the sense that a legacy. Um, I I just want to leave the industry because I've give it everything I've got I really I really do yeah I want to leave and my legacy I just want people to 
say that guy tried hard. Yeah. You know, that yeah. guy really, you know, he brought something to every single event. Um, and it's not, it's not making more money. You know, I'm not gonna, I don't want to, I don't want to die rich. I won't, you know, give it all away before that. But, uh, you know, I'm going to be buried in like a bag or something. I mean, I don't, I don't need to call, even, come, but I want I just want people, you know, my legacy I want to leave with is, you know, that guy was always willing to make this a better place. Yeah. You know, giving back to your industry, that's, that's a huge, um, uh, topic. It's also why, um, I don't mind talking about a lot of these topics like, uh, PPA on ASI. I don't have a mat on it, PPA or ASI either. They, yeah. they both have these great events that I love going to. I'm thankful. They both that have, they an have a they, different audience. Yeah, it's, it's somewhat. Really, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really cool. I mean, it's yeah. a, get involved, invest in your industry. That's what you're saying. Yes. Invest in your. Big part time. of the cool thing about Promo Kitchen is that we're Huge. trying to extract people out and say, and 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 you know, the fact that we've got all these young executives working together. Uh, I love it. It's yeah. It's really. Um, I think nothing it, against old folks out there, right? But the epitome. Of, <laughs> but you know, typically right. you would have this uh, this. This clash of ideas and the egos, and um, you know, you well, have the, the, people not wanting yeah. to divulge. No, no, there's a that that is a paradigm shift. I mean, we are witnessing with I Promo agree. Kitchen right. in the in the the uh, is it twelve? Right, is it twelve folks? I think it's close to twenty now. Oh, it's twenty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the twenty folks that have been isolated out um, that are that are part of this this movement. Um, and again, not to conquer anything, right? right. Where which I'm sure that's there's going to be a misconception out there that we're trying to you know start something that's not that at all right. it's just um 20 people 20 24 people have come together and and want to have different conversations and that is a paradigm shift that we all this the next generation this next level of executives right. this next level of thought process is not about keeping things to the cuff not only that it's we're publishing it on oh, the yeah, web and well for, so that's that everybody that's can like uh, practicing what you preach right, right, right i mean exactly. we're going to the next level putting it out there right so it's going to be great right so you said uh, it, it, we have to. Uh, <laughs> Tim Andrews is we, taking. A we got a photograph us, from Tim is, Andrews. Yeah, you got to so tweet this. We, uh, <laughs> we need to have Tim sitting here talking to I us. Is what he's need. on the next one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, great example. Yeah. Of the friendliness of the yeah. but, but to say number one, invest. I'm stumbling all over myself. Invest in your in, in yourself in this industry, yeah, not I, just in your brand, but in this industry. I would say anything you do. You know, I got a personal. I guys got a pet peeve about people who don't buy in. I mean, if you've never went played poker and didn't go all in, you're a pansy. Get out. <laughs> don't play the game. Right. Okay. Right. The the and in my presentations, you know, people because I'm a little edgy and, and I, I do it to kind of get people's attention. When you're five two, you're so non intimidating too that you can be a little bolder. You know, I don't think I could be six four and stand up there and threaten people <laughs> like I do. It's a little thing that works for me, but. Um, you know, it, it, the life to me is about walking on the edge of the cliff and often looking over. Right. And knowing that death or the end is right there. And right. the closer that you can walk to the edge, the more successful you are. Yeah. And so most people want to walk four or five feet away from the edge. My, if I could challenge anybody that listens to this podcast, if, I, if you want to help me sleep better, someday walk up to me and tell me you took a step foot closer to the edge of the cliff and because that's where success is right. it's not over here in the comfort zone right it's right on the edge it's very risky and guess what you're gonna get fired you're gonna lo- you're gonna it's you're gonna business is gonna i mean look at the bankruptcy the self-made millionaires in america's bankruptcy ratio right <laughs> it's right. like it's yeah. like 87 percent have filed bankruptcy i think even more than once right. uh, it comes success comes in the gratitude and the the 
this, the ah feeling of living life is right there on the edge. Yeah. Don't be comfortable. For distributors, when, back to your point on, and, and I love this because it is risky. It's, it's risky to do a podcast. It's very. risky to, to publish things. It's risky to get on Facebook and do all the things that you're doing because it's very public. And, mm-hmm. you're, and there's a lot of that public criticism. Right, comes with absolutely. Things like that. Oh, hey, there's some haters uh, out right, there. Right, right. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm coming after you. For distributors, <laughs> I'd like to go back to that invest in your industry. Uh, and, what, and so if I'm a distributor listening to this, I might be saying, what, what do I do to do that? What's that look like? In our market. Uh, we are a uh, metro. We're a small metro. We're, we're like a big little city. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our market, we invest heavily in the marketing communications associations in our industry. Right. We not only invest invest ourselves in our promotional industry, which everyone should as distributors as well. You can because I can see a distributor. Well, I can see why a supplier would invest themselves so heavily in the industry. That means business. What does that mean for me? Right. Number one, it means education. Number two, you can grow profits one or two ways. Well, I, you know, you I'll can, ju- I would jump in there real quick. Well, Most say, of me, my events thing, I get more and nothing to take away from the distributor. I like the, I like the relationship. Uh-huh. I get more out of my supplier relationships at an industry event on being a better business person than yeah. I do conversations that's, with distributors. That's fascinating. But so. you, you can grow your business in, in two ways. Your profit, right? You two can either ways. sales or you can or savings. Right. And, that's right. That's and exactly. W- what when it you're is. walking around some of these shows and you're actually talking to people like Dana and you give him a call and say, Hey, I got this towel project going on. Things happen. Things I'm, do you happen know, they, because you know them, and so yeah. that's my advice. But but back on a local level, um, we uh, tomorrow I'll be speaking at a marketing communications club in our market, mm-hmm. and uh, Friday I'll be doing another uh, event. And we get like you, we get really behind these events. We do a lot of promotion promotional items for these events, right. a lot of self promo. We bring the fun. We're part of the fun. Anytime we're involved, it's part of that feel that hey, Robin's here. They're bringing the stuff, you know, right. and, and we sort of bring the party, right? And that's that's the way we. It's always invest. good to be the guy bringing the party. It's I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, no matter what happens in life, bring right, the party. Right, right. Bring the party. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So the, the, we got to wrap this up. Right. So we got another. Got another uh, richly, you know, rich piece of advice for others. Just don't ever ask else. me to write this stuff down. It'll be good. <laughs> I'll do that for you. <laughs> No, it's been a great time. I am so looking forward. I'm so excited about our launch coming up here yeah. soon. Those of you guys will be seeing that or hear this, you'll probably already be kind of involved in the launch. Um, you know, I, I'm, my heart and soul is into this mentoring program. Yeah. You know that that's coming together. I'm so proud of the people that are that are around me. And I'm telling you, I just love life. I mean, I just love the fa- being surrounding my pe- myself with great people uh, that are a hell of a lot smarter than me that have that energy and karma and I mean, I just I feel very fulfilled in life, right? And it's it's just amazing the people that are they're around me. It's fun. That is very cool, Dan. Thanks for being, <laughs> thanks for doing this. I say be on the program like you're a guest, but you're one of the hosts. And uh, it's it's like I'm a what, chef. we started this at six. I'm, I'm the chef. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are I'm one of the chef. chefs. We started this at what six forty-five in the morning. I have to tell you, I didn't even get a cup of coffee because I knew I was going to be hanging out with Dan Zezo, and that would be like my boost for the day. Thanks, man. So thanks, we'll buddy. Out. We're out. Right.